a remarkable guide to a quest that gives our lives meaning and how to find your own. From the New York Times best-selling author of the $100 startup and 100 side hustles. If you like complacency and mediocrity, then do not read this book. It is dangerously inspiring. 64,000 is the median number of words per book. Average person reads about 200 words per minute. Simple math will tell us that is one book in 320 minutes. To accomplish this in seven days, numbers say you would have to read for 45 minutes a day. forget to subscribe, hit that notification button, like, comment, and share. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Book of the Week series. Every week as I read another amazing title, I share it with the world. My name is Igor S.F. Walker. Today we look at the happiness of pursuit. Find the quest that will bring purpose to your life by Chris Gillibo. So how about you slow down and relax? Reduce all that noise for just a bit. Make that choice and decide to listen. In this video, we look at a book that challenges each of us to take control, to make our lives be about something, but at the same time remaining clear-eyed about the commitment. Written by a man who accomplished the task of visiting all of the planet's countries by age 35. How about that? Stick around till the end. I will share with you some tools I have in use that will help you tremendously in this game of life. Discover a way to find out what actually motivates you. What innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. I will share some tools to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management, and relationship management. People have always been captivated by quests. History's earliest stories tell of epic journeys and grand adventures. Whether the history is African, Asian, European, the plot is the same. A hero sets off in a search of something elusive that has the power to change both their life and the world. Many quests lead to an alchemy-like transformation, either with respect to the quest itself or the person undertaking it. Once you start down the road of adventure, you don't always know where you will end up. Coming to an end of a quest brings lessons too. The story doesn't always tie up well. When something has been a major part of your life for years and then it's gone, a sense of alienation can set in. Now you have to think about what's next and whether you can recreate the intense feelings you did have during the time while you were chasing down your goal. Now, what exactly is a quest? How to define it? A quest is a clear goal and a specific end point. You can clearly explain a quest in a sentence or two. Every quest has a beginning and sooner or later every quest will come to an end. Not everyone will understand why you undertook the quest, but that's another matter. 
A quest presents a clear challenge by design. A quest requires that something be overcome. Not every quest needs to be dangerous or next to impossible to achieve, but it shouldn't be easy either. A quest requires sacrifice of some kind. A quest is often driven by a calling or a sense of mission. A quest requires a series of small steps and incremental progress towards the goal. You do not simply arrive at the Holy Grail the day after you set out to find it. To sum it up, a quest is a journey towards something specific with a number of challenges throughout. Discontent is a powerful spark when you're filled with a sense of dissatisfaction that it's not easily resolved, you may start wondering about making some changes. On its own, however, discontent is not sufficient to start a fire or to inspire a quest. Lots of people are walking around unhappy, but most do not make radical changes in their lives, especially to the point of pursuing a quest. Discontent may be the instigator, but what is the motivator? What causes someone to take action? Mash up dissatisfaction, plus a big idea, plus willingness to take action equals new adventure. There's a mission out there that is greater than yourself. Whether or not you think of it in spiritual terms, a true calling will challenge and thrill you. Any given moment can change your life. For some people, it's a conversation that opens the doors of possibility, new business opportunity perhaps, or a new relationship. For others, it is the sudden shift in perspective. I do not have to live like this anymore. Now, this is a fact. All of us will someday die. Yet not all of us live in a state of active awareness of this reality. This shift from an intellectual awareness that we will someday die to an emotional awareness can be a guiding light to discovering what really matters. Intellectual awareness of mortality I know that no one lives forever. Emotional awareness of mortality. I know that I will someday die. Once you start thinking about your own mortality, the small things just don't matter anymore. This new awareness may come in response to an external event, such as a death or a sudden illness of a friend or from confronting a series of health problems. Other times, there's a string of the soul that increases in tempo until it is impossible to ignore. Whatever it is, the more we are emotionally aware of our own mortality, the more we feel compelled to live with a sense of purpose. Now, how interesting is it that men seldom find the true value of life until they are faced with death. Now, what's the difference between a hobby and a quest? You can 
stop thinking about a hobby, but a quest becomes a total fascination. Playing golf on the weekends is a hobby. Setting out to play St. Andrews or lower your score is a goal. Setting out to play every course in Scotland in a set period of time, now this is a quest. What does self-reliance mean to you? Write it in the comments. What does self-reliance mean to you? Know that I can rely on myself to take care of things. The belief that I am responsible for my achievements and my failures. And I first look for solutions to problems within myself. The ability to love yourself and to know no matter what you will be okay. The ability to wear silence like an old shoe, knowing yourself and having purpose. The combination of self-reliance and independence gives me autonomy. Need to do is defined by me, not by someone telling me. Self-reliance. Learn when you are stuck. Independence. Learn at your own convenience. Trusting yourself to do what you say you are going to do. If you cannot rely on yourself, no one else can. A quest is rarely about taking it easy. It is about challenging yourself however you can. Learning new things, exploring horizons outside your own environment. Even if you never leave your home, you can do this. No matter where you live and no matter how old you are, if you want to make every day an adventure, all you have to do is prioritize adventure. It has to become more important than routine. Breaking your programming requires a single moment of strength. Are you busy? Join the club. Everyone is busy. Yet we all have access to the same amount of time if you want to prioritize it and prioritize adventure, but you cannot find the time, something's got to give. There are two popular theories of change making. Number one, make small and incremental but regular changes, then mix it up. And number two, do it all at once. Quit smoking immediately. Take cold showers. Enter boot camp for the soul. Whatever you need to do, do not wait. Either of these options can work, but there is no third theory of waiting for change to knock on your door and announce its arrival. You must do something. Now, the sooner the better. Another way to consider a big goal is to start from the end point and then plan backwards. The end point is your final destination whatever you're trying to accomplish or achieve. Now, what had to happen before I arrived there? You can apply the time and money principle to many quests and projects. What will it take? What is required? And the more specific you can be in your planning, even if you're making rough estimates, the easier it will be to get your head around the goal. What is the goal, really? What does success look like?
While many quests are born out of spontaneity and yearning for romance, a healthy dose of reasoning is needed if you hope to see your quest through. Some people are motivated primarily by creating and sharing. When they finish one project, they immediately look for another. Effort can be its own reward if you let it. To be creative, get in the box. Create some structure and some routine that allows you to keep working. If your family doesn't get it, it is hard. But you also need to find people who do get it. And then in the long run, perhaps the best thing you can do is prove it to them. Having an enemy or an opponent, even an imaginary one, can keep you focused. What's worth living for matters more than what's worth dying for. Understanding what bothers you is just as important as understanding what excites you. Most people who read this book or watch this video have a certain amount of disposable income. Now, you may not think of yourself as rich, but you are able to buy things you like from time to time. More important, you are able to pay for experiences. Now, most quests are about taking action rather than acquiring stuff. And most action can be quantified into a time and money model where you figure out exactly what it costs and then you calculate how to actually pay for it. In pursuing any difficult project, sooner or later the thought will pop into your head, should I quit? You might be tempted to banish this self-doubt immediately, forbidding it to ever make an appearance, ever again, full speed ahead. And you actually might be right in doing that. Nothing worth doing is ever easy. However, there may be other times when the right choice is to redirect or perhaps stop entirely. Now, which is which and how do you know? Number one, motivations. Why did you begin this project in the first place? What drove you? To challenge yourself. Presumably, there were many different options you could have chosen for your quest or for your adventure, but for some reason, you settled on this one. Are you still driven by the same motivations? Number two, long-term happiness. Short-term relief and long-term happiness can be very, very different things. Number three, rewards. Can you create a small reward at the end of your day or at the completion of an important task? And number four, engagement of others. The, the right kind of misadventures, the ones that yield information, can actually produce confidence. If you're going to worry about something, worry about the cost of not pursuing your dream. Sometimes. Stopping is the right decision. When considering a shift, ask, is my heart still in this? In the end, all the cliches do hold true. If you cannot change the world, at least you can change yourself. 
Do not settle. Do not finish bad books. If you don't like the menu, leave the restaurant. And if you're not on the right path, get off it. The real world is what you make of it. After completing a quest, the next steps are up to you. Everyone has a calling, so follow your passion. Not everyone needs to believe in your dream, but you do. And there you have it. The happiness of pursuit. Find the quest that will bring purpose to your life. Now, please, do help out. It is easy. Simply like this video so more people can enjoy it. Share it. Share it, too, and spread the word. Do leave a comment and share your thoughts. Subscribe to my channel and then stay up to date. And the link to this book is in the description below. Buy it. Read. Never stop learning, especially learning about yourself and nature. So gift yourself by taking the free human needs test on my website and then find out what actually motivates you. What innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. And if you feel you are ready to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management and relationship management even further, then do check out my Master of Life Awareness program. The links are in the description below. I thank you. Love and respect.